Oh, quick apologies for uh, whatever's going on outside. They're just cutting the grass at, at a house, but it gives it a more timely feel. And I, I feel like my voice overshadows the sound of grass being cut. So this is the uh, seventh episode of Pop Story. And I'm your host, Jose Muñiz, as always. Um, thing is that uh, for this week, I really couldn't think of a good enough topic. Uh, sort of, I sort of needed to explore some things more. Plus, I don't want to get rid of some certain topics that I want to do uh, right at the moment, right at the bat. So I'll just save them for, for later. Um, plus, I've been feeling a bit under the weather which is why I haven't been able to think that much. I've been working and then feeling sick. So, yeah, I just didn't want this week to pass, you know, without me making another episode. So here's this episode of just me talking. There's no, there's, there are no movie reviews, no topics. It's just me talking, 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 talking. Um... But if we are on the subject of sick days, uh, what I used to do when, when I was sick from school, even though I, I felt really awful, I usually, I usually get colds. Uh, usually when the season changes. Like, I barely, ba rarely, rarely get sick. And uh, it's usually when the seasons change. So now it's spring... And I got sick again. And it's been really cold. It's been rainy. It hasn't It hasn't just been good weather for, for me and myself. So, usually as a kid, I, I used to just sit. Sit on the couch. And just watch some cartoons. I may occasionally go. Maybe they got me Burger King with a kid's meal or something. I was rare. Um, I used to just sit, watch TV, watch Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and Disney. Which, during weekdays, uh, they were kind of weird. It was, like, they knew it was filler. So you'd get, like, old Tom and Jerry shorts, which I like a lot. Or you'd get, I'd have to sit through Nick Jr. It was usually at my grandmother. She had a cable. And I have to sit through Nick Jr. just so I can get to something I like, like Rugrats or SpongeBob or Early Odd Parents. And it was and it was just like this really weird time, like every once in a while, where it's like, yeah, you're off from school, but you're feeling sick. Yeah, you're feeling awful. You don't want to play the things you want. You can't do the things you want. You just need to sit down, lay back, and rest. Because your nose is killing you. You're coughing. And you have to sit through reruns of Hanna-Barbera shows you've seen a billion times. Sometimes I'd, I'd pop in a movie or something. That's when I'd rewatch a lot of the Disney movies like Aladdin or, or, or The Lion King or the Spider-Man Sam Raimi movies. That's what I'd usually do in sick days. I remember this one time where I was getting headaches, I was out of cold, but I started playing Mega Man 8 on the PlayStation, and I felt better. That was another thing I did too, I, I 
just plow through a game like Spyro, like the Spyro games, the Crash games. Um, I mean, there, there's a whole Simpsons episode that's about that. It's like Lisa's feeling sick, and she becomes addicted to this like this uh, Crash Bandicoot clone, so she misses out, uh, you know, school days, just so she can play the game. And, uh, of course, it becomes really troubling for her, and there's, like, she sort of gets an A because she cheated, but it was good for the school, and it's, like, this big conspiracy, you know, because Simpsons episodes usually, they start out being about something, and then they change it to something else. Speaking of The Simpsons, I, I want to talk about something. Uh, they've aired two episodes recently that were, you know, they were about current trends, sort of speak. And they felt really off. Uh, last week's episode was about uh, esports, and it's it was like uh, Homer gets bought a, comp uh, com a gaming a PC, like to bribe him out of a punishment he did out of something he did, and then he has a he's playing like this League of Legends clone with uh, Melhouse Nelson. Martin and Sophie, who's Krusty's daughter, uh, which is which is weird. She that character is barely barely used in that show, and uh, so they're really good. They win the local tournaments, and uh, Homer becomes like their esports tutor, like their esports coach, and they get this like gamer guy, and it's like oh I slightly I I got killed once and I retire. It had a really, I, those, these episodes feel really weird, and, and it's not because League of Legends is an outdated game, like, a lot of people don't talk about League of Legends anymore, um, but it's because every, almost every new Simpsons episode is structured weird, like, a lot of the older episodes had that thing where, yes, it started, it started on something and then quickly it changes to something else. But it's because of that something that happened earlier on that uh, that's where the episode builds up its premise. But then in this one, in the esports one, out of nowhere, they did this sort of like, oh, Lisa got in the episode because, oh, I'm not the center of attention anymore. I want to go to South Korea, too, because uh, Bart Bart's scene goes to South Korea. For, like, uh, a championship. It's like, I want to go, too. Because there's this cool Buddhist spot and I, I, I want to go, too. And, of course, the whole family goes to South Korea. And, uh, but they sort of get Homer... Lisa sort of teaches Homer about Zen. And about, like... Uh, rejecting... I forgot how it went. It was, like, re rejecting materials. Re rejecting objects. Uh, and that's, and Homer puts that into practice, like, oh, reject everything, you'll feel better. So he just shuts down the esports tournament, and the episode ends there with everybody, like, beating up Bart because they lost the esports tournament because of Homer. So it's like, they sort of wanted a B-plot, but it tied into the main plot, and it sort of, it didn't make, it just didn't make sense. Like, maybe they could have lost, they could have won. I don't know. I don't know the lesson it was trying to teach. I don't know. I don't know what it was trying to do. Honestly, it was a really 
bizarre end of an episode. Sometimes I feel that with Simpsons episodes around season, I guess, 10 or 11, where you just know that they don't know how to get, how to end the episode, and they just do this really stupid thing and just go on with it. Uh, of course, uh, and then this week's episode was about a crusty... Christy's now doing a an all-female reboot of Itchy and Scratchy. Uh, which, of course, the boys oppose. And, uh, but then Bart, Bart watches a bit of it and actually likes it. And uh, he basically gets bullied. And then he joins this uh, sort of feminist group. Uh, it's like uh, Bossy, Bossy Riot, I think it was. Sort of like a parroting Pussy Riot. And, uh... He joins them and it's sort of like, well, we're doing feminist things, you know, we're protesting, we're vandalizing. I was like, Bart, oh, oh, it's like pranking. So he joins them. And, uh... It's sort of like, Bart's okay with everything they do until they decide to... Destroy every... Uh, itchy and scratchy tape that Krusty owns. Uh, because they cancel, they cancel the female reboot. Uh, and of course, Lisa then joins in, and, uh, Lisa's like, why, why are you doing feminist things if you're not a feminist yourself? And, and it, it sort of sent a mixed message, like, I don't know if it was making fun of protesters or it was, if it was in favor of them. Uh, and again... It was, again, a mixed message. I thought it was one of the better episodes of the season. Of the season because of how it was structured. It was structured better than a lot of them. Uh, a lot of the jokes worked a little better. But, again, it's it's sort of like, what side are you on? I know Simpsons is one of those shows that makes fun of everybody. Like South Park or... Nah, Family, family Guys too. Like, this is what... We mean, like they sort of spell it out for the audience. South Park, no, South Park makes fun of every side. Uh, uh, but this one I just really, at least the satire or the message, I didn't quite get it. I don't know if it was like the pettiness of the boys, the, the extremism of uh, protesters. Like I. Just didn't know the angle the episode was coming from. Um, that's that's honestly a major flaw with newer Simpsons. You just do these weird stories, and it's like, okay, these are hot topics right now. These are controversial topics now. Just go on with it. And he sort of did it, I think, as a response to the 2016 Ghostbusters movie. Which is, again, it just feels outdated. Like, I know Simpsons have always tackled topics that are like you know the episode airs at a year but this happened a long time ago like in the earlier episodes you had episodes about things that happened in the 70s like certain laws like of course the prohibition episode or uh springsville springfield's bicentennial which was like america's bicentennial happened like in the 70s like if you read up a lot of like real world parallels to the simpsons oh they were making fun of this thing that happened in the 70s or, or in the 80s. And yet the episode was set in the 90s. Um, so they've always done this. 
But in older episodes, you didn't notice. You just didn't notice the... The... Oh, they're making fun of this. No, it's... You used to think it's like, oh, this it's a funny thing going on. That's it. Um, I think that's why they were a bit timeless. Um, these ones are trying too hard to be, like, in the now. And since they take a lot, a long time to produce, then they, when they finally do come out, they feel a little dated. Or it's like, well, and the world's so ADD now with, like, internet and social media that it's, like, the topics keep changing and changing and changing and changing and changing. There's no consistency. But yeah, that was my take on the the last two episodes of The Simpsons. I still I watch the show because uh, it's my all-time favorite show. The earlier seasons are like the greatest TV show ever conceived. Period. Um, mainly because of rewatchability. I rewatch them a lot. Um, and I quote them, and I know the quotes, and the characters, and even, there are certain episodes where it's like, uh, if you show me the scene, out of context, I'll know the episode it's from, why it's going on, etc, etc. Um, uh, but, but the newer seasons, they're not the same. I'd argue that I watch a newer Simpsons episode over a new Family Guy episode, or over a new Spongebob episode, even. Because at least, it's like, you're still kind of curious to see what the character's been up to. So this is why I, I still watch The Simpsons to this day. Even though I I know it's not the same. There are a lot of flaws in it. But yeah. Um, and other, my other sick day escapades, I rewatched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. The 2010 Edgar Wright movie, uh, based on the graphic novel. And I did something that I've never done before in a movie. I watched the movie side by side with the graphic novel as I read it. Or mainly skimmed through it. And it's surprisingly, for the most part, pretty accurate. There are a few things, there are a few major changes. Just, But I feel like they were for mainly for uh, pacing issues. And... Um, it's still a really good movie. It still holds up. Um, some of the humor is a bit, like, mm, nowadays. Like, not not bad. Just, like... I've I've seen it quoted a million, million times, and it's like, well, it gets a little tiring. Um, but it's still a very good movie. I think it's... It's a movie that you can uh, easily say it's, like, a cornerstone of the 2010s. Like, this is an important piece of what the 2010s were, what the humor was, uh, it's sort of, like, how what culture was. Uh, you'd argue, you could say it's late 2000s, but really, uh, movies like this, this is where the 2010s start. It's sort of like these, this indie, hipstery feel, but with uh, video game references and comic references. Uh, I think that's sort of like the crux of... 2010s culture. It's movies like this. Or, or like Ready Player One. It's like references, 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 references. But Scott Pilgrim is a really good movie. It's a really good graphic novel. I really enjoy it. Uh, and yeah, it was a ton of fun to watch. Um, other things that have happened uh, during the week. You know, I, I've been mainly been working. I've been hanging out, hanging out with friends. 
There's really not much to say. I haven't been able to go to the movies. I wanted to see uh, Jordan Peele's Us. I've been hearing great things about it. Um, this week, uh, we were getting Dumbo, uh, the Tim Burton remake. Uh, my family's really interested in it. I'll go see it with them. But I just know it's going to be another Disney remake where where it's like, it's going to give you the, yeah, just watch the, the original. Uh, it's going to give you that feeling again. Like Maleficent did, like Cinderella did, like every, the only ones that I'd say they, that they work and they kind of stand on their own are Pete's Dragon and Christopher Robin. They did something different with the property, uh, and it wasn't like a copy and paste of the original story. You could say it's hypocritical of me to say, uh, with, because Alice in Wonderland and Maleficent do just that, they change the story, but they're, but thing is, Alice in Wonderland and Maleficent change it so radically that it's unrecognizable. And Pete's Dragon and Christopher Robin, even though they change things around, you can still, you can still see the spirit and the message of uh, the original stories. Um, I just really didn't like those are my least favorite ones: Alice in Wonderland and Maleficent. And we're getting a second Maleficent movie. It's like, why the story's over? It's like they're calling it Mistress of Evil, when you know she's. She was never, like, the point of the first movie, first Maleficent movie, was like, oh, she was actually, she wasn't, wow. <laughs> she wasn't actually evil. Uh, everyone else was eviler or dumber than her. And it's like, like, man, Disney, you, you, I love you, and sometimes I hate you with a burning passion. Like, stupid wrinkle in time. Like, movies like, man. And the stupid remakes, and Aladdin, and the Lion King, and, 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 and whatever else they're doing. It's really obnoxious and getting on my nerves. But, uh, yeah. I've been, uh, I might see Dumbo. I'm really excited for Shazam. I've heard really good buzz about it. I've seen... I think I accidentally saw a spoiler, which, which got me like, wow, really? That's in the movie? And it's like, wow, it got me really interested in it. Um, which, yeah, that that's going to be the calm before the storm before uh, Avengers Endgame comes. Which I might do the MCU marathon, but there are some movies that I really... When I always marathon the MCU, there are just movies I just don't look forward to. Like, Iron Man 3, I, I think I've said this before. Iron Man 3, Thor the Dark World, The Incredible Hulk, I'm just... Iron Man 2, just really tired of them. <laughs> but I might do it, since it's like, well, this is gonna be the last big movie with all these characters together. At least with these cast members, I'm sorry. So, I better make the best of it. Uh, and what else? Of course, speaking of Disney, uh, the 20th Century Fox merger, they're done. Uh, Fox is officially a part of Disney now. And if you see the, the Walt Disney Company banner, you see like, oh, you see Mickey, you see, uh, Elsa, 
you see BB-8 from Star Wars, uh, Captain Marvel, it's, in, it's like Woody from Toy Story, and it's like the current properties uh, that they're pushing. But then you see, like, Bart Simpson, you see Donald Glover from Atlanta, and uh, you see Deadpool. And it just... Oh, and you see uh, characters from Avatar. It's like really like awkward. It's like, well, Disney owns all this now. They own Die Hard, Anastasia, Home Alone, Planet of the Apes, Alien, Predator, Independence Day, the X-Men movies. It's like... <laughs> what a world we live in. I guess this, again, kills the integrity of film, like a lot of people say. The integrity of businesses. I feel bad for the, all those people that are out of jobs because of the merger. And that studio that shut down, it was like Fox 2000. I think they shut that one down. And, uh, like, they made some uh, critically acclaimed movies. Like, it was like Hitting Figures and some other stuff I haven't seen. But they also made the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, like, like Thanos says, balanced like all things should be. But I'm sad those people's are, those people are out of jobs. I hope they they use their craft to expand uh, movie making and other businesses soon. Uh, but uh, with the stuff they're planning, I I saw a rumor that they might play uh, they might air Family Guy in freeform. And it's like, well, it's begun. Uh, and it's, but it's the sixth, from the 16th season onwards, because I think, uh, Turner, you know, TBS, they own the rights, Turner, you know, you know, uh, TBS, Cartoon Network, they all have the rights to the first 15 seasons of Family Guy, which, which is like, man, it's such a legal mess going through it, explaining it to you. I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer. I just took one, like, uh, like, uh, I think it was, like, I forgot the name of the course. It was, like, Legal Disputes. Yeah, it was something like that. It's just, it was a class of analyzing. They sort of give you these, these documents. It's like, this person sued this person. You have to explain why. You have to explain why it happened, who was suing who, and, uh, what was the conclusion of the case. Which, that was for um, my communications class. Which I get it. I get it. You need to know about copyright laws and all that. But, uh... It was, it was... Yeah, that, that was a weird time in my life where I took that class. It felt extremely hard, but then there was, like, a pattern to the cases where it's, like... Uh, go, go to, the, like, the first three paragraphs... And you'll see almost all the information you need. And at, and at the very, very end, this is what happened at the end of the case. That's it. That was how, how you did these projects. And, uh, yeah. But my hopes for the Fox merger, I hope we get to see, um, of course, the X-Men and the MCU. I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I hope they pull it off. I hope... They make better movies than the ones Fox made. Not that I'm, I was against them. There are a lot of them that I like, but uh, I want them to be much better than uh, what we were getting. More comic accurate, 
uh, better stories, better casting. I hope you get that soon. Um, Planet of the Apes. I think, I think that franchise. The only thing that they could do is do like a remake of the original. In but in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes continuity. It's I I like the Planet of the Apes movies a lot. I might talk talk about them in, in a future episode. But uh But yeah. It's just that the story's ended so nicely. I really like war. Uh but what what other franchises? Alien, I hope. Alien they should just give it a rest, honestly. I didn't like Covenant. Uh Prometheus had some good things in there, but it's like, we got Covenant out of it. Uh, Predator. Predator, I think, is dead for a while. Avatar, well, there's like those bajillion sequels James Cameron wanted to make. I hope we got them. I don't know. Avatar is one of those that's like, it was a huge hit when it came out. It was a huge hit when it came out. It's one of those, let's, you're baffled. As to why it's like the second highest grossing movie of all time. Because it really isn't that great. Uh, well, the, the 3D was good, I guess. But I didn't see in 3D. Uh, and uh, other franchises. Well, they have a they have animated films now. They have Anastasia. You can say Anastasia's a Disney princess now, which I don't think they'll integrate her that way. They'll just, like, air the movie and just do some merchandise, I guess. Uh, Fringali's also a Disney movie now. Uh, movies that were really enough made to compete with Disney are now Disney uh, Disney properties. Uh, we have the Ice Age movies, which are like, eh, I really don't care about the Ice Age movies. Rio... Those were made to compete with uh, Pixar, and now Disney owns them, and we still have that one uh, uh, Will Smith pigeon movie, Spies in Disguise. What I can see with the uh, Blue Sky and the Fox movies is that they're going to air them in Disney Channel. That's it. Um, Alita, that's a Fox movie. I don't know what they're going to do with it. It did decently enough. Uh, 400 million. Um, I think supposedly it needed more, but that's pretty good for a movie that everybody thought it was destined to do, to be doomed and not make a profit. Uh, but yeah, that's basically, uh, the Fox merger. Uh, Simpsons, I hope they end Simpsons. I hope they end Family Guy. I hope we get, but at least I hope we get another Simpsons movie. That'd be cool to see again. But yeah. Yeah, I, I guess this would be it for uh, this week's episode. It it was way shorter than the other ones. Uh, there really wasn't that much to talk about. I didn't think of a topic for this week because I've been sick. I haven't been thinking that well lately. But next week, we'll get something better. This is a podcast that's still evolving. You know, I recorded in my room. There's always, like, a bit of trouble. Because, oh, they're, they're cutting grass outside. Uh, I hope you can, like, forgive me. 
Nah, I won't ask for forgiveness. What have you done for me? Just listening to my podcast? Nah, man. But, uh... I don't know. I think I need to restructure the whole thing. Um... But I'm, I'm, I may do a cold topic soon. It's just whatever I want to talk about. This is what it's all about. I, you know, I don't have people with me. It's just me by myself. So, yeah, I guess this that'll that'll do for this week's episode. Uh, I'll be seeing you hopefully next week. I hope I feel better. And uh, I don't have a joke to end it on. I just hope I feel better and I can make a better episode than this one. So, bye.